Ring. It's Craig, Craig is back. Craig Word. is back. Word. It has been some Craig time since we have recorded, boys. How's it been since the last time we recorded? As if I haven't talked to you since the last time. <laughs> <laughs> who are you people? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> we uh, we passed one year of doing this podcast about a month ago. So we took a break. <laughs> we took a break. Yeah, basically is what happened. Time. I got an email that said, you've been posting this podcast for a year. And I was like, wow, what? let's not record for four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, today we're going to talk about ideas to make combat more interesting. What makes maybe what makes combat interesting? Um, you guys, you guys got any ideas? I think I've got a couple. I mean, I thought about this for a few, I thought about this for a few days, and I was like, "What makes combat interesting?" The story around the combat is what makes <laughs> yeah. combat interesting. I was like, I was like, ah. I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see what <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I I learned this. I I've relearned this fact when we're doing really long, monotonous combat. I think like. I think like combat is fun based on the combat you had previously. So it's a structure. It's like you you want a couple of like not that big a deal pinner fights so that you can feel like a freaking G and then you and then you want to fight a like a guy who's a little bit stronger so that it feels like you're overcoming something. You want to feel like you're progressing in some way even in the fight. And the enemies need to feel dynamic and move around and try to like act like they want to win and not like I'll just stand here and hit this guy forever. It doesn't matter that five <laughs> of his friends are whacking me in the back too. And no no point in moving. Yeah, so that's kind of what I want to talk about. The the Okay, so combat. What what do you think makes combat uh feel like a slog? Combat goes from i think goes very quickly from being fun and entertaining to extremely grindy when every turn nothing on the battlefield's really moving and you ha- and you just hear your name oh my turn and then you go all right um hit that guy that I'm still hitting in front of me so when <laughs> so i guess when yeah. when enemies like live normal small enemies live way too long that's annoying and then even if it's a boss, if he just stands in one square and just you're just punching each other back and forth like maniacs <laughs> for like a, a full minute until someone goes down, that's a little boring too. So, okay, what do you think about uh, fight or encounter mechanics? Like similar to almost similar to like a WoW raid boss thing. Well, how do you feel about players having to figure something out on the fly in the middle of a fight? I think that would be pretty cool. I think that there is. I think that that would be cool. I think that that is on a razor's edge. And you I'll, have to make it. You have to make it obvious. I, yeah, I'll tell you why. Because in World of Warcraft, it's awesome to have man mechanics like that. Because if you die, you just do it again. Yeah. But in D and D, 
if nobody realizes that you got to turn, there's a book on a pedestal behind him. And until you turn it to page 57 and read the words out loud, his name so that he may become weak to attacks. <laughs> nobody's going to figure that out. <laughs> They're all going to be going hit it harder. Hit it harder. <laughs> Why isn't it dying? <laughs> Why isn't it dying? Because no one cares about the pedestal at the back of the room when, you know, some giant that's, demons that's where in the you room. gotta have like lore to come into play to help your players understand that like yeah you are you are looking for the blah 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 that when red weakens the blah 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 so like, i think going it, into this thing you're like keep an eye out for this i also think that you need to prime your players with smaller fights to get them used to having to figure something out because if you drop them into a big boss fight and they haven't done this the whole campaign, and you're deep in this, boy. And then everyone dies because they can't figure out your puzzle. That would be rough. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're I talking, mean, was... if you're talking, he slams on the ground, and a fire wave goes pew, however <laughs> around him, and everyone has to jump over it like Mario Party. That's cool too. But like, I would that would be weird. <laughs> Do you use your action to jump? <laughs> uh, sure. Okay, you don't take any damage. <laughs> You can choose to take a chance or take the damage or use your action to dodge it. Mechanics like that could be kind of neat, I guess. But I yeah. think that puzzle mechanics, you got to you got to lean them into that a little easy. Yeah. Um So one of the things that I've sort of come around to to figuring out is kind of what you said at the top that not all combat has to be balanced to be close. Yes. There can be easy ones in between. Yeah. Uh, uh, like Sly Flourish has like a thing where it's like a two ups and a down where you have two easy fights and then like a down. I, I'm, I might be misquoting that because I forgot to watch that video and it's like an hour and a half long. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure that's what he it, what he talks about. It makes the fights more rewarding. So what makes what do you enjoy about combat? being martial as opposed to a spellcaster description that's yeah. the cool part about martial and i think a way to enhance combat is through that your players describing what they're doing especially even like same for magic casters describe how you're casting the spell describe how you're hitting the enemy but to get players to do that, I think rewarding players with, uh, okay, you do whatever you do, and when you slice through, you do an extra two points of damage. I could see that. You you give him a disadvantage on an ability check. You give him something. It can be meaningless stuff that might not come into play, but at least you're going. You're like, oh, you did great. You get something for that. And I think I think that could really enhance because that's the cool part whenever like you're explaining how everything's working, what your character's doing, at least for me in the combats, that really takes it up another notch is when people are like, Okay, I'm gonna slide in and take his knee out and then slam him down. I'm like, that was awesome. Because I can <laughs> picture it in my head. So okay. So what is what is fun for a caster as opposed to a marshal then? 
I'm going to have a different answer than Joe. Uh, Joe's and I'm assuming your answer is about what you just said, right? Yeah, it's just a different way to describe. It's right? just, yeah, you know, like, I'm doing this, and then and that's where it th- it's honestly it's like it's it's cool on both sides because describing the spell like even like misty step you can describe describe that in so many different ways how your character your individual character uses it and yeah. you add that into it and you throw in a little bit of flair with it every time during situations like you see a blade coming in and you dodge to the side and misty step away or whatever that like kind that. of thing yeah description, that, cool. description can really i think is a really useful tool especially if you're in a situation where it's like we are just standing around beating one guy it's my turn i'm hitting instead yeah. of going i'm hitting do something to make it more interesting for everyone yeah, uh liam is very good at that yeah uh what do you think eric what's 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 good about being marshall what's good about being a caster I'll come at it from a fun in combat for those two things. I'll come at it from a mechanical perspective since Joe covered the, the other side from a mechanical perspective, Marshall. I personally find Marshall to be less fun than casters from a mechanical side. There's less decision decisions to be made in combat. That's why they're so good for beginners. A lot of the time, you know, give them something that swings a sword because all they're going to do is swing a sword for 20 levels. (laughs) You know, every now and then they'll they'll attach something to it. But for the most part, in the beginning levels, you're just I hit them with sword. Mm-hmm. I hit them with club. I hit them with axe. Um, I hit them the, with fist. <laughs> I hit them with fist. Yes, I pummel them with my fist. Um, casters are. Extremely fun to play. Because there's so much to it. It's not just it's not just resource management, but it's like what's what spell can I cast? How can I cast it in this situation? Which is the best one to cast in this situation? Do I need to use this spell slot or not use this spell slot? Am I gonna get this back or not get this back? Um, and you just have more opportunities to do amazing, amazing stuff because I mean, like take the big fight from the end of our last cam- la- Michael's last campaign. If I was a martial class, I wouldn't have flown up to that guy and banished him to another realm. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. was in the sky, you know. So, for me, the fun part about casters is the utility. It's not necessarily even the damage. It's the... It's anything. I hope something happens that makes it to where me casting this weird spell is good. <laughs> Your support player is showing. Yeah, well, it's yeah. true. Yeah, that's fun for me. Like, yeah, like, wouldn't it be cool if the floor fell out from under us and I was the one to be able to save us with a feather fall? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get that, and that's that's that falls into what I was just saying. Casters just have more options to do stuff because if yeah. you're a monk and the floor falls out from beneath you, you're gonna live. What are the rest of your friends going to live? You're going to be dancing down, falling real slow or like running down the wall or something. And your friends are just going to be falling. You're going to be like, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do to save you. And then you're, they're just going to go grab my hand, (laughs) grab my hand. Uh, And then for martial classes, I think the, 
well, for I've only played the rogue so far, but the fun part for me is like just the damage output. The damage like, output. Yeah, for rogue, and how and, easy and specifically, is it? how big a number can I get? <laughs> and how how easy it is with martial classes to do quite a bit of damage. But they yeah. both do a lot of damage. It's just martial classes do a lot more. No, actually, probably not. But single target damage seems to be better overall in martial classes. Yeah, it, your, caster, really your casters depends. can wipe a bunch of stuff out. I think yeah. overall, a martial class, martial classes have higher DPR on average. It, it depends on the situation, but I mean, if you're fighting 20 guys, yeah, a fireball is going to be the tits, and there's nothing better than that. <laughs> but if you're fighting one big dude, being able to do, still going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay, but it's not going to be as good as if you had. 15 little dudes who only had 30 health, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, As far as uh, sort of encounter balancing and design, do you think it's more fun to fight like one big thing or like a dozen little things? I think that's totally dependent on what, like what's been happening. If you've been getting beat down, a fight with a bunch of dudes that you can just wipe out. Feels so great. uplifting. Yeah, it feels great. You're like, <laughs> you've been getting beat down by big guys, like big enemies over and over. And then you just get like a crew of normal soldiers or something to fight or a crew of normal little imps to fight so that you can just mop the floor with them and get a little confidence back. And then, so. But ha- having close fights is is tense yeah having close fights is tense i feel like as long as it's as long as you sort of feel like you're there right not not necessarily just hey this thing pops out at you it's gonna be close (laughs) but if it's especially if it's like you are you've been waiting for this you have to create i think like I think about about games that I like that have combat that I like, right? Mm-hmm. And the two games I love the most, Dota Two and Hunt Showdown. What's so great about them? They're tense. Um, Hunt Hunt honestly more than Dota, but so tense. You know that any any moment anything could happen and you could die, right? Yeah, it's more tense than Hunt actually. I'd say because you don't get to come back; <laughs> you're just dead. <laughs> but in D&D, you almost have to build that into the encounter in a way that it's like there is no other option. The tenseness feels like when you're at the end of your rope, I don't have any other option. I cannot escape this. I have to fight this. And it's going to be hard. Yeah. If you feel like you have an escape, if you feel like nothing's going to happen, if you feel like there's no consequences ever, that can really erode tension and make fights less uh less exciting all right uh not that someone has to die but yeah the threat of death has to be there the threat of death the threat of (laughs) the threat of knowing it is possible to die yeah uh and don't get me wrong it feels great to be a super boss who never loses but (laughs) you're not usually that it's it's really tough to sort of balance it's okay first off it's just incredibly difficult to balance combat to be 
close without uh how do I want to word this without just without strategizing for the monster to do exactly what the party doesn't want it to do right so like hitting the hitting the, the casters first and just wiping them out <laughs> is a yeah. way for it to be close but then it's like it's almost it can start to tip too far if you do it that way i think the way to balance an encounter realistically is to look at every character in your party calculate their dpr and adjust the monster's dpr to their health level and his health needs to be enough to survive around you you want it to be like i I think a good big if it's a big big fight you want him to live quite a few rounds 10 rounds plus and you just give him a health level and an and an ac and you determine what is their plus to hit and then like what is the what are the odds they're going to hit this ac make it hard but not unreasonable and then on the health side he needs enough health to be hit about enough time for 10 rounds <laughs> at their average dpr because yeah. they could be having a pop off night and i mean there's always a variability in dice but if you're having mm-hmm. a pop off night and they're just like ba 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 crit 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 and they wipe him out in five rounds so be it but you want to shoot you want to shoot for the fight to be on the longer side when you're fighting a boss on the shorter side. And, and that's how you balance a boss encounter, I guess. And then for smaller stuff, you'd have to divvy that up a little more. And then it also depends, I guess, on what you're trying to achieve narratively. But yeah, if we're talking about a close fight, that's how you that's how you get a close fight. Yeah. So, so we've gone over some of the cool things about combat. <laughs> what sucks about combat? Monotony. <laughs> like I said at the top yeah, of it. So, like, all right, I'm hitting. All right, I hit. Are, all right, I hit. What are potential solutions for that? It's getting the monsters to do other things. I mean, sometimes there's no way to avoid it, right? Like, if if it is one creature or two creatures, and like my character can hold them down. There's nothing you can do about the fact that they can can't move if you can't beat the DC to escape, right? Yep. But I think normally the, what you do is you have a I good mix. That monster. Yeah, misty step. <laughs> yeah, so go, yeah. You you give a if you're gonna have a fight with smaller enemies, they need to have a variation of ranged and melee and magic and and not they don't even always have to have magic, but yeah, magic too. That way that there is priority targets between all three because there's certain spells like that you want to fight. And I think cat everything once you get to higher levels, you could do casters, yeah. Certain things it's like you want to use counter spell. You take counter spell, you want to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Just have it so that every player on the board has a threat. Yeah. Um, because your casters can sometimes feel like, oh, I'm so far away that nothing's going to hurt me, so I'm all right. And I mean, like if you're Joe's character and you're 900 feet away, there's nothing you can do about that. But <laughs> you say the fog is rolling in and you can't see the ground, and then you you force them to come down. You know what I mean? It's magical fog. The devil sight can't see through. The devil sight specifically sees through magical stuff. <laughs> 
It's a um, special anti-devil fog. It's an anti-devil sight fog mechanic. It's a celestial fog. So. Yeah, it's a celestial <laughs> fog. So you can't see through it. It's got the light of God in it, which you can't see through. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, the... Nope, I lost it again. The Oh, the reactions. Oppor- uh, attacks of opportunity are... <sighs> they're they can be frustrating, but I think they're balanced pretty well. Like you don't the attacks of opportunity are bad because you can't it it dissuades movement, but they're good because if you don't dissuade movement at all, then it just becomes a I hit him and run away. Yeah, and then it's, it's the same thing. Only you're just moving with it. <laughs> So, like, here's the thing I'd say for monsters is monsters generally have quite a bit more health than players if they're mm-hmm. just based on, you know, a lot of factors. It seems that every monster has a ton of health. God damn it. <laughs> and uh, they can just take a hit. It won't hurt them to back mm-hmm. out. And like, it, realistically, if they're getting laser beamed in the back every round for 30 damage from some ranged guy he's not going to just keep taking 10 damage from the guy in front of him he's going to push him away and go chase that other dude (laughs) he's like god dang i'm tired of getting freaking shot in the back over and over again in my butt just (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) i don't like having toasty buns and he turns around he runs and he just takes a hit dude but if that caster is too far away <laughs> like it just becomes a a kiting game. Uh okay, okay. Then the terrain that you're playing on needs to have breaks in sight. Yeah. But you can use those against them too. It's it's very difficult. It's a whole lot of things that because like a lot of D players make characters so that they can be the best help to their party they can, they become efficient. Which means nobody's moving. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you force Uh, them to move, though. You have to force people to move. You have to give the characters abilities that force people to move. Casters will move if someone's running at them. Yeah, but then you you don't want you also don't want to run into the problem like I was just talking about, where it's just everyone moves thirty feet and attack, move thirty feet and attack, because then it just becomes the same thing, but. It becomes yeah, but in motion. Different. But yeah, that, exactly. If that enemy is double moving, he's catching the wizard. Yeah. And if he doesn't catch the wizard, the wizard's wasting his spells to get away. Not to hit. Yeah, maybe. Potentially. It's changing up the dynamic because now the martial characters are having to catch up and do something besides just go, I rolled a punch. And that's another thing <laughs> with adding, like, I think multiple enemies and having a variety of melee range and magic is a good thing because then you have the defense for the enemies of okay the caster's way back there we can got him we got range on him we got whatever and if you're the big bad the big bad needs to be big and bad get to him (laughs) so do you think that anything needs to be changed about opportunity attacks or do you think that they're about where they need to be I think they're probably about where they need to be. Yeah, probably about where they need to be, or maybe I could see you—you you roll normal dice, but you do half damage. 
because it's a quick. Yeah, because they're backing away. Like, yeah. if, like if I'm stabbing you and you're already pulling back, I'm not gonna get that all the way in. Maybe it's just uh, like a bonus action attack where you don't get your modifier, but you just you just get dice. Yeah, you just get dice. Oh yeah, okay, I can see that. I was about to say, don't no, not a bonus action. <laughs> There's already too many bonus actions. No, not <laughs> taking a bonus action, but just using the same rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Or you could do they have uh, disadvantage unless you have like sentinel or something like a feat, but that would be built into the feat. Disadvantage on opportunity attacks. Yeah, because it's like there yep. are you're just not expecting them to run and bolt. You know what I mean? Like they just yeah. start taking off, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, it's a it's a quick. You're not gonna get your full force. It's quick. It's slow. Or yeah, if they're fast enough, make it, maybe make it a check. You can yeah. you can roll like a dexterity check, and if you can make it, you can take half damage on the reaction attack. Hmm. I think of these, fast enough to of these solutions so far, I think that just no modifier is the best. Because I don't want to make it, I don't want to devalue the a reaction. Yeah. There's other reactions to take. There are. But there's you're not a caster, that many of them. But there's <laughs> not that many of them, yes. The reaction has been neglected. Yeah. Maybe that's, what, maybe that's what it is. We just need more reactions. I have said this before. There needs I to be think, more reactions. Not, not like, not like, yeah, yeah, not like having you get one reaction per turn, like as a one action, one bonus action, one reaction. Yeah, but having more things to do with your reaction. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the reaction is neglected, dude. I think what it'd be nice do? if you had a, you get your regular action, your bonus action, and you get a help action in your turn. That way you, like, if you're melee, if you're the big barbarian, you can run up, hit him once, or bonus action rage, run up, hit him, and then you can take the help action and grab an arm or something and try and hold him open so your buddy can get plus two think, to hit. I think that gets, that gets, that would make the fights a lot harder to balance. It could be really cool, <laughs> but that would make the fights extremely hard to balance. Yeah, because you're. They could figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> because the enemies would be doing it too, right? Yeah, I suppose if the enemies were doing it. Well, it depends because I mean, while there are plenty of combats that have multiple enemies, there are combats that only have one enemy. Where there is not combats that only have one party member, right? Well, if you're yeah. fighting the one enemy, that one enemy is either going to be a lot bigger than you, so you're not going to be able to grab a hold of them. Or they're going to be... Well, he got huge. You can't do it the same size. <laughs> Usually they, they, they're they either a lot bigger than you or they have magical powers that have that could you know, legendary, legendary actions. Rea- yeah, legendary reactions. Yeah. You can add to that. You can get out of that hold with a legendary reaction. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, it's tough. What, Let's what just are pontificate. some? What are some other? What are some uh, things you could do? What What are some reactions you could add? That's what I'm trying to say. On the spot, I don't know. I didn't think about reactions. You could add. You could add a. Uh, like if I'm the barbarian, and you could add trip tripping. Maybe 
maybe you could, have reaction, you could use your reaction to say the bad guy went after the mage. The barbarian catches up, but he's on the mage. Maybe you could hit with the barbarian, use your reaction to to make it to where he can't use his reaction to hit your wizard, so the wizard could run away and still get a spell off. I guess, yeah. And I guess that I I think all the martial classes have at least a second option for reactions, right? Or maybe not all of them. I don't think I have any other reactions. Because like anything, I have any stuff, of the martial classes that have uh, like defensive as their fighting style can use their reaction to like, I don't know what's, I don't remember if it's add AC or take half the damage or something of someone within five feet of them getting hit. So yeah. that's one thing. Rogues have a reaction of uncanny dodge. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know if fighters have a reaction. I a have feat. a reaction. You can take a feat to take the parry stance with your reaction. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of what would we be. You have to like look a up cool... a list of all the reactions. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there would be like something that would just be a reaction cool interactions. Reaction. What are all the reaction interactions in Dota Two, dude? I mean, not Dota Two. D and D, different different show. God dang. Maybe you could. Burn your reaction if an AOE spell comes to give you advantage on a deck save. Makes you a little quicker because you're using your reaction. Fighters would never use that. But I guess the other class is using it. Because fighters get it already. Ah, here we go. I found it. Okay. A complete. Alright. Artificers can do Flash of Genius and Soul Artifice. Interrupts artificer dying, interrupts ability check or saving throw of artificer or creature within 30 feet. That's Flash of Genius. I think those are subclass things because, like, my reaction stuff is subclass. Uh, Battlesmiths can you can interrupt attack rolls with of creatures within five feet of defender, not targeting the defender. That's the one you were thinking about earlier. Okay. Um, drinking a potion would be a good reaction. You get hit once and you're about to die, and then you use your reaction to chug a potion real quick before you get hit again. You, you I think, think you, I think that would take too long for a reaction. Yeah, if you had them on a belt, reactively. If you had like a had like a, a, a specific belt made for reaction potion drinking, <laughs> you know what reaction I mean? Reaction potion belt. Reaction potion belt. So the you have belt to, of potion reaction. I have the belt of the the belt of quick drinking. No, you have one of those. You have a hat with two potions on it, and straws coming down your oh, mouth. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but uh, I think a, a belt that had like quickly accessible potions that could work. Where you just all you have to do is pull them out, pop the cork, and drink it. And maybe it's like a smaller one that doesn't give you as much of a heal because it because it's be able to use in a reaction. Hey, all I'm saying is I play Dark Souls and I use them puppies real quick. That's because you're the only one on the screen. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about to say, even while I'm in the air, I drink them. Yeah, I remember in Diablo 2, I used to run around and drink like 30 potions a second sometimes, just like, (laughs) (laughs) just like shotgunning them things. (laughs) I'm getting punched by 30 zombies and I just pull a potion out, poke the bottom and chug it. Are you looking at the list of reactions? I'm looking up because I made um, I made that monk subclass and I was trying to remember what because I gave it a different things for reactions and I don't remember what I gave it. Um, 
East oh, domain. Yeah, when you when you can when you take damage from yeah. So I think that you should be able to use a reaction to uh, parry or block, and it takes some of that damage, like a D four worth of damage, depending on what you're using to do it. A D four is worth of damage away. Okay, similar yeah, to, yeah. Similar to Stone's endurance. Yeah. I could see that. Interesting. Yeah. Make it to where you have to think about whether you want to do that or not. Waste your reaction mm -hmm. on it. Just one more thing to think about. I think for the right... I, I feel like what we're doing is we're adding complexity to the game. And I mm -hmm. understand why they don't do these things. Because, yeah. like, the complexity we're <laughs> already. adding... Already, we've added, like, how many layers have we added in this yeah. episode to combat? <laughs> which is already a lot to handle for a lot of people who are newer to the game. Yeah. Like, to I mean, us... To us, it's awesome to homebrew this stuff in because we're all veteran players. But yeah. even a moderate level player isn't going to want to manage all their spells, manage all their attacks, manage all their features and traits, manage all their, you know, feats, everything. And on top of that, they know that they can, oh, I can use a, I have an extra parry reaction and I can roll this dice to get a half damage on this. Oh, and I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And nobody would ever use any of it because it's too much. Yeah. It's yep. cool for us to add them in slowly, and then over time we just learn to use them. But I can totally see why none of this is in the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, it like, is the we, way it is. We like consider ourselves veterans, but we still miss a lot of rules. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> all the time. I'm not acting like I know them all. Yeah, it, no way. It's half yeah, the time I still back and... I still say stuff from D and D three point five. <laughs> yeah, go back and like calls it diplomacy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give me a diplomacy check. I don't know what that yeah. is. I don't, we don't even have that. <laughs> I don't that is, old man. <laughs> and I was like, "What the heck is that?" Look at it. Yeah, I'm like, uh, persuasion. Although, although <laughs> yeah. I will say, I want to start a campaign to bring back use rope. <laughs> use rope. <laughs> Are you proficient in use rope? Think about all, dude, think about all the times you tie people up. Being able to roll yeah. to see if you're tying them up well. Yeah, absolutely. I like Because, that. like, there's a lot of situations where, like, your players just say, I tie him up so tight he can't escape. And then you're like, well, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a magic. He's, got a, he's real tight. He's, real, he's got, real tight. He's got one of those James Bond laser pointers that cuts the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, man, we got off topic right there. What were we talking about just a minute ago? Uh, reactions, reactions. Yes, the com the complexity of the game. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think also something you could do to get a little inspiration for D and D five e combat is look at combat of other systems, and if you like things from those, you pull them over. That's a great thing. Like we can do whatever we want, and this is we're just like a bed for ideas right here but we yeah, just actually gotta like, implement them and try them and we also can't be afraid of dnd we can't be afraid of yeah yeah we just change <laughs> the rules but we can't be afraid of like if we implement something and it's not working out just like pull that out and try yeah. something else i don't mind that yeah, yeah that's that's that'd be nice trying different stuff making being able to game, answer making the game kind of our own making the game a little fresher that you know what would in you know what would increase fun in all areas, making the game a little more fresh. I'm I'm 
I would say my main my main complaint with combat in 5e is that I've been doing it for so goddamn long. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think like the best combats are the ones where you your your character gets to feel like he did something special. Yes. But you and, can't always have that for everyone. Yeah, it, that can't happen every time and that's fine. Because if they did, then it wouldn't. It those wouldn't events, those events, unless I mean, like they're largely, I don't know, they're not largely. They can be largely random. Yeah, it's but you yeah, can plan. Can you can plan for it a little bit, but it is largely random. I was yeah, going I've, back and forth, but I've tuned encounters where like, okay, this I'm going to do this, and then I know this guy has this thing, so he'll get to use his thing. And then yeah. sometimes it goes through and they don't use the thing. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> just didn't use it. All right. Just didn't use it. They didn't think about it or they didn't see the connection. Yeah. You know, that's why it's so, that's why it's so random. You can plan for it a little bit, but yep. how do you know when someone's going to do something freaking sick? Yeah. Someone like might the... just be on one tonight and they're rolling really good. And they're like, and I do this and they roll it and they're like, you're like, shit, that worked. Yeah, that was like the the dragon fight where you caught it out of the oh, air. Oh yeah, you caught it midair and wrestled it to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I was not. I was. I thought that you would run at it and like maybe be able to wrestle it down. I did not anticipate catching it mid flyby. <laughs> that was epic, though. That was flipping cool. it over and slamming it. <laughs> I want to see that animated. But we don't have we don't have that we don't have we don't that have critical role budget yeah we don't have a fan base <laughs> for that. But I'm not an animator. Draw it. <laughs> One draw, just draw yeah. a picture of your guy going. Just draw like, <laughs> and then draw that picture sixteen times so it looks like it's moving. Yeah, just you you, you can do one frame per second. <laughs> one frame per second. It's a stop motion thing. <laughs> Like you're flipping the pages on a comic book really fast. It wouldn't you, it would be really slow, one frame per second. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, turn, turn, turn. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Took uh, so, to grab that thing. <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about the way combats have been going in our M- Monday campaign? Most of the time, they're fine. Oh yeah. Well, that I would, ended more abruptly than I thought it was going. To. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of complaints. I don't have a lot of complaints. The, the 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 fights are varied enough, and we all feel really well. You shouldn't have complaints, Eric. Your character is the one who kills literally everything. Actually, look back. Very rarely do I get the killing blow. I whittle it down a lot. Yeah. I, I'm there to make you feel better about your character by beating it to an absolute pulp and then letting you kick it. What? Okay. So how do you feel about the sort of division of labor, I guess, amongst the party you have? The I could see, I could see honestly, truthfully in your Monday campaign, I could see how somebody might resent my character for how much <laughs> I can do in a fight. My character is so strong. And I that's why I love it. <laughs> I'm I didn't like, even try okay, to make that you, one like, broken. I do the thing, and I'm like, you have you have that? And you're like, I do. <laughs> like, <"God laughs> damn it. 
That's well, like, Onyx. The reason why I went the route of I'm never gonna get touched. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be there. I'm just gonna be I mean, a mile ultimately, away being like. <laughs> well, ultimately, that plays perfectly into the relationship that you guys had. Yeah, like he was supposed to be your bodyguard, so it works out yeah. beautifully. Oh, yeah. it, it works out well. Yeah. Okay. I didn't... Well, then contrast that to the division of labor on Thursday night campaign. I think I think I think that Thursday night's party is leaning itself is is just naturally a little more balanced out. In what as way? As far as like damage output. Nobody is nobody in our group is like you do quite a bit of damage, but also you play in a way that moves you around and keeps you out of the fight a lot. So I don't think about you until you attack. It's, usually it's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get to move but, during combat. It's great. <laughs> but like, I think damage output wise, everyone in the group's a little more uh, balanced. And so it's a little more, hello, comrade. <laughs> you know, we're the communist group when it comes wish, to fighting. I wish there was more buffs from casters. I wish I could there's, spend my turn doing more. I buffs. have buffs. I just don't take them. I'm a druid. And there's I quite a few. We're just not really to the level yet where it's efficient to use them. Because there's there's like there's haste. Thing, yeah. There's enlarge reduce. There's holy weapon. There's uh but like a lot of the time it doesn't feel the worth it. Unhindered movement one. I don't remember the name of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know what to remember that. But a lot of those, yeah, a lot of those are like currently our top level spell slots. It's like holy. I don't want to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I, have one, I have one fourth level spell. Do I want to yeah. make my friend slightly larger so he can do an extra D4? Or do I want to cast a thunderstorm that I can make someone <laughs> eat lightning every turn? Yeah. But that's that's the player. That's me. I'm sure, you know what, Isaac might make you bigger so you can hit harder. I had a really good time buffing um, Shiro when he fought the bear. Oh, that was sick. <laughs> yeah, that was a sick fight too. But that see, so the awesome thing about that fight is we worked up to it. We knew we had to do it and we weren't getting out of it. We had to win that thing. The thing was hard to fight and we knew it was a one-on-one and we were in the stands and it was tense and we were sneaking little spells to try to help <laughs> him out. So that was a well-constructed fight. It and had that was a story a that led up from- to it from everyone like everybody had to be there (laughs) except for except for bones who i had to i had to like i had to beat him down too because i was like he's not on my team (laughs) (laughs) poor david he was just like i just want to belong (laughs) like not like that (laughs) not like that not this time please just stop we're barely winning I had I one health after that. I was pumping you full of temporary hit points, like every round too, just yep. like boom, and then they'd all be gone in one round. Yep. That's an awesome tense fight. The fight in the book where we were fighting the gods, yeah, awesome tense fight because we didn't know if we were going to be uh, the last fight in it. Tense fight because it came down to the I, wire. I will t- say that's what makes melee fun. <laughs> Whenever they're like Eric Svonik and my Shiro. They're really freaking OP. <laughs> like, they do feel super strong. And you're like, okay, I'm really strong now. Yeah, I'm <laughs> that's super whenever, strong. That's whenever melee classes get to be fun. You can but take the hits. You only get one of those in a party, and I think that's that's how it should be. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had the 
and speaking of like buffing your allies, that that oh, that last fight we did, that's pretty much all Victor was doing was like throwing out buffs because I wasn't hitting anything. I I kept um, I don't remember the name of the spell right now, but it's the, the thing where if something attacks me, it has to make a wisdom save first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was keeping that on myself so I wouldn't get hit. And I was like buffing Shiro and like throwing out heals and stuff. Yeah, yeah really that's the that's the fun part. Of, that's why I love playing Saren because I just want more buffs to do. We're not at a point where I have a ton and yeah. I don't have a ton of spells. And yeah. I'm like, I have to save it to heal. <laughs> yeah. God, I don't I know when we're going to get another long rest. Because, <laughs> because every fight in that campaign, we're like getting pulverized. <laughs> every time we're like, I get hit twice and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It would be nice to have more fights where we're just like, you maybe you get more more fights in a day, like you're moving along, but you're fighting a couple goblins, and then you do something, then you fight a couple more. And I think if you had, I think if you had a, it's like you get worn down over the day. It doesn't always have to be like <laughs> one fight where seven lizardmen come out. Well, it was the stab you seventeen times <laughs> in one round. <laughs> it's the portal. It's the portal hopping one. That was that was the worn See, out. Over that the was course that of a, that was amazing. That was so intense for like five sessions in a yeah. row because yeah. it was we like were we don't have the ability to get a rest in. We have to yeah. keep moving. But every fight didn't beat us down completely. Like we were uh-huh. like it slowly, slowly, and then we got to the last fight where it was like we're done. So we had we to make a deal left. with the devil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. That that's was like epic. That, that's like a cool tense fight that took course over a short period of time in game relatively, but like five sessions of just constant going that felt super awesome. I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was. I think a dungeon crawl can be made interesting. You just have to have the narrative device to make it interesting. The narrative device that made it interesting in that is if we didn't close the portal within an hour of showing up, we were going to go somewhere else and we had to start over. So it made you like, I am going. And the person's like, hey, how's your day? Screw you. I'm not doing something right now. And you're only like, everything is, it's minimal. You were oriented in those moments. Fights that force you. Yeah, it was a fight that forced us to do something. We're, we're looping back around to the beginning. It was forcing us to make decisions that we wouldn't normally make. Because when you get in those, the time when the game, when combat and the game in general can slog is when everyone's going, we could do this, this. But no one wants to say, why don't we just do that one? And then you say, <laughs> it, 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 like, just pick one and go. Yeah. And part of that, I think, is like the people who are. Thinking to start to feel like they're taking over, and the people who are are just sort of along for the ride. They're like the people who are doing a lot of the RP generally. Yeah, they're like, all right, let's do the thing, and then they start to be like, man, I've I've been making every decision, and like, let's let's let someone else make a decision. What do you guys think we should do? And then everyone sits there. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you've been making all the decisions lately, and everyone's having a good time. Just keep doing that, boss. You're on top. <laughs> and if someone says, yeah. I would rather do this, you give it that's up. That's whenever they right, need sick. to speak up. They're not. Then yeah, if no one's speaking on up, if no one's speaking up and you're the only one making decisions, 
you're the decision guy. <laughs> also, yeah, the- also, I wish people I, I, I like. We are adventurers in a fantastical world. Sometimes the only excuse you need to go do something is that it's an adventure. Yeah, Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get money so I can retire? <laughs> hey, I do uh, want money. I do want a reward. But picking what you're going to do, just pick one of them. You're on an adventure. <laughs> Outside of your character, even. Like, oh, that's a thing that we could do. Um, I'm just talking about the Thursday night uh, encounters. I 100% thought, oh, this is a little side quest. We're just going to go like wipe out some goblins. Maybe one or two of us is going to be at half health afterwards. It'll be just a little thing. And we got there and got just wrecked. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. Like, it was like, okay, this is a side mission. It's just going to be easy. It'll get our confidence back up. No, we all died. <laughs> And then we, I showed up and died. cleaned them up. Okay, we were, we, that was a TBK. That was a TBK. I mean, I was making it out of there. I don't know yeah, about the rest of you. We, everybody that went down should be dead. We got I, saved. I got that extra special uh, pass without trace, and I was like, no one's ever going to find me if I just <laughs> yeah. take off. <laughs> Listen, guys, it was no problem. I got that fight hyped up for weeks, and I just showed up and took care of it. That's a, You keep saying that, and... <laughs> You're your earth elemental. If, hey, if if any who, one of us had taken those hits, they would have who been dead. cast that spell. <laughs> it was me. Go to yeah, sunny cheeks. Like it was so easy. It wasn't easy. You just had the right spell. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it easy, guys. If I'd have been there the whole Here's time, the it would have been a hard it fight. It was a surprise for us. You got to know. Okay, yeah. these things are gonna screw us up. <laughs> if we walked into that and that jaguar jumped on you first, you would have been down to. <laughs> I'd stay back, dude. I'm like, I'm not having any no, part of that. You would have saw that thing and been like, okay, we can handle this, and then the thing goes. <laughs> you're dead. That's what would have died first. It jumped on me one time and I died. <laughs> it hit me one round and killed me. Yeah. That's a, that's another thing. Um but you can you can think that something's going to be balanced and then it's not. Yeah, that's what I was going to uh, say uh that's another thing about balancing fights is whenever there's a disparity between your strongest character and your weakest character, it yeah. can make fights more difficult to balance. For instance, (laughs) I'm going to, okay, before before you say what you're going to say, I think, I do think, I do think that in Thursday's campaign, we are a pretty balanced group and that in your campaign, I am a little strong. I will admit. You say that, but while in, in Monday camp, Monday's campaign, you, we have one guy that's like pretty far and above like the rest as far in, in power level in Thursday's campaign. We have a guy that's pretty far below everybody else. But not anymore. (laughs) Well, we still got to get it set up, but yeah. And I feel like that's, it's difficult to balance encounters around that. Uh, Because everyone else is like, oh yeah, it's hard to hit. Yeah. But if someone is not at all, (laughs) but that was just like a, it's just a matter of, it's just a matter of rebalancing because like, I thought of, I, I milled about about redoing his character for a while. Yeah. And I went ahead and did it. I had fun because I like to do that anyways. But I sent him a message today after the, uh, you know, and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, man, 
I didn't mean to like push that on you. And I like, I was telling him, I was like, if you don't want to use it, it's fine kind of thing. And he's like, nope, it was perfect. That's exactly what I should have done in the first place. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. You know what I mean? Because like now he's going to enjoy playing the character more yeah. because it's powerful enough to keep up with everyone else's character. Yeah, for sure. If you have a player who goes, here's my character and the DM looks at it and they go, they need to, you need to think, wow, this character is not balanced at all. And you need to reassure them, hey, you could change a couple things and be a lot more powerful. Do you want to be this week? If you do, that's fine. That's your character. You want to do that. But I don't think like I don't think his intention was ever to be that week. You know what yeah. I mean? His intention was to have a powerful character who's like a big buff dude who punches people to death. OK, his intention was not to be a guy with 10 AC who could be wiped out by a stiff breeze, even though he's eight foot he, tall. He he swings really hard. He just goes. Uh, yeah, he thinks about it. He's like, he's like, he's like this looks slow. sick in slow mo. <laughs> it comes across the slow fist. What an epic character that would be. Everything is like. Oh, they swing that slow, but it's a big impact. Yeah, like once it, 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 it takes one round hard. of wind up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one round wind up. Once it hits, it does double damage, but you gotta like get it there. <laughs> He's cursed. The first round is just you slowly saying Kamehameha, and the second round yeah. is the attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I don't think. Um, I think that honestly, that's great, and that. If also another thing you could do, like in your campaign where I am absolutely the most powerful character, you could just give everyone else a couple, an item or something that makes them on par with me. Yeah. And I feel like once everyone, I mean, but that really depends if everyone's happy where they are, then it, you have it no totally idea works how out bad. Just I just want to walk up behind you and go for move curse. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm really strong even without the werewolves. I know. I just think it'd be hilarious. You wake up one day and you're like, I'm ready to get. I'm ready to get. I swear this never happens. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Uh, Yeah, I'm scared to like buff everyone else because. Especially casters, once they hit these power spikes, they're going to be on par with you. Yeah, I know. So it's just a matter of waiting for just that. Let it ride that out. Just be, let it ride that, out. That's good for the story. It makes the other characters want to develop so they can keep up. Yeah. yeah. And you can have cool moments. Like I said, casters can always have awesome moments. It takes work to have an awesome moment with a martial character. Yeah. But there you go. Combat. Also, yeah, combat, <laughs> combat. Also, it takes me like five rounds of bonus actions to get all that stuff set up. Yep. It does. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, that was pretty good, boys. We covered the gamut of all different kinds of combat. Big combat, small combat, (laughs) easy combat, hard combat. All the combat you can take. Mortal combat! All right, boys. That was good. We will uh, convene again in two weeks, hopefully, this time. All righty. We're all committed to that? Oh, yeah. Sure. Fantastic. I feel like right. we should spread out these subclass ones, though. We haven't done a subclass in a while. We could do a subclass, subclass next breakdown. time. I think on the... Su- we'll talk about it after this recording. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Fuck out of here, Craig.